We are Squawking Dead, a podcast pulverizing episodes of the Walking Dead universe. Sometimes we give you news, sometimes we make you laugh, but most times we go deep. And today we are talking about the controversy surrounding Melissa McBride's exit from what was called the Daryl and Carol spinoff. Now, basically the Daryl spinoff. There are some news that there's some news that emerged as a result of her leaving the show that we did talk about. But mostly what we wanted to focus on was the fan reaction of a vocal and tiny minority that created enough of enough of a furore that we had to sort of talk about it and talk about the response by both AMC Jeff D, and Jeff D. Morgan and some of the response from Norman Reedus as well. Uh, it's only 25 minutes long. We had taken it originally out of our episode 190, what eventually became 190, it's which was a conversation breaking down episode 11 of Fear the Walking Dead titled Ophelia. So with it, that episode would have been about two hours and 15 minutes long. Uh, so it was a smart decision we kept it on its in its own little episode and it's it's fairly short so i hope you enjoy it take care and hey enjoy the episode and while you're at it please consider rating us at ratethispodcast.com slash squawking dead five stars and eggplant is all we need to know that you love us but please use it as a sounding board to tell us what you liked tell us what you didn't like but use it every time we podcast it really really helps with visibility whether you're rating us on apple podcasts on spotify on Podchaser and even Stitcher or wherever else podcasts can be rated. It really, really makes a difference when it comes to visibility. But also, hey, if you really, really enjoy what we're doing, always consider following us at ko-fi.com slash squawkingdead. Just follow us because when you feel like joining into the fun, uh, you can always tip us for 30 days of access to our supporter back content, which means you can join us in the episode breakdowns as well as uh, receive a, a, an unlisted YouTube stream with the unedited episode recordings for you to enjoy early, way before it gets released. And with all the little juicy tidbits at the beginning of the podcast, the stuff that we added out in the middle, and also the post-show cool-down period where sometimes we forget certain things, and you can enjoy that as well. So... With that, take care, everybody. Have a good one and enjoy this episode. talk about something that I didn't even allude to prior to hitting record. And that's the news about uh, Melissa McBride leaving the Daryl and the, the supposed Daryl and Carol spinoff, which is now helmed by somebody. I just heard news last night. Now, I wished I'd prepared more for this segment, but maybe you guys can fill in the gaps because the, just to cover the overall arc, it seems like Melissa, just like Andy Lincoln in season nine, as early as mid season eight, if not earlier in season eight, wanted to kind of take a break from The Walking Dead or kind of leave The Walking Dead, really, was his initial thing. And uh, Melissa, in similar fashion, in relation to this Daryl and Carol spinoff, didn't want to film in Europe. It was just too much for her. She's been in the show from the beginning, no breaks, just like Norman Reedus. And uh, she said, that's ah, it's a bridge too far. 
I want to get feelings on this because the one thing that has happened since that news that has been leaked, I don't know how it initially kind of came about, but uh, there's a tiny segment of fans that were a little bit too vocal about this on a canon level or on a assigning things to the actors that aren't true, like, uh, oh, Norman kicked her off the project, or <laughs> of various different theories of how, of how they thought the, the, what supposedly things had happened. Because it's not even worth talking about some of the dumb things that people have said. I just want to know what you guys think of this. I, let's start from Bridget, because I know she's probably, I'm going to say this, I mean, she's probably the most Daryl and Carol stan in this panel. Over here. Not as like a, not as a relation. Like I, I'm not a caroler. No, no. Not, no. But individually. Hard pass. Hard pass. As characters. As characters individually, yes. And that's because I've shared my story a couple different times now, but just I relate on a very personal level. So I read some of the articles and it looks like it came out during an interview that Melissa gave. And so she shared with people that the show had been agreed upon her and Norman signed contracts with AMC. They will be paid no matter what, whether or not they're used for content or not. And so as JDM kind of shared with everybody, the decision to film in Europe was not necessarily on Norman. That's all about the money. The producers are all going to decide that kind of stuff. The higher ups at AMC are going to decide all that kind of stuff. So, well, so, so um, the, but this is in response to the charge that had been levied that, oh, this is filming in Europe was all Norma's decision. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I, it's kind of ties into what Melissa says or initially that caused the whole thing, because Melissa shared that nothing had been set in details for the show. They had just they signed the contracts and they knew that there was going to be a show, but they didn't know where it was going to be. They were kind of given a time frame, but not really. So there was a lot up in the air. So they didn't really know. So when this was announced that it was going to be in Europe, she respectfully said, I don't want to uproot my whole life to go there. And so I'm just I'm just going to back out of it. And she even said, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to be Carol anymore. Like, I'd love to do other projects. And there is probably room in the universe for me somewhere else. And I think some producers and stuff have come out and said, yes, that would be an option. So it really was because... People were upset that Norman and Melissa, because they are actual people, were going to be what you, together. What are you uh, talking about? So, oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll get there. I'll get there. Their characters aren't going to be together. And so this was this was largely drummed up by the people who are obsessed with Carol and Daryl being together, being together. Let me let me front load some of this knowledge, though, because uh, or fill in some of the gaps for people who don't know, because they're fans of various stripes that may or may not know what we're even talking about. Aside from the people who think Daryl and Carol should be together. Everybody knows that. When the Carol and Daryl spinoff was announced, many people had made assumptions about where it would be filmed or at least where it would fictionally take place that they would be together for this is another thing. Mm -hmm. So when people were making graphic edits of what this series is going to look like, people were saying uh, New Mexico was going to be the title because of what Daryl says to Carol in season 10 at the right at the, in the uh, in the first episode of the season let's just let's just go to New Mexico are you serious about that blah 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 whatever so that people just attributed to that uh, that they would ride on a mo- motorcycle together in New Mexico and that would be that's where it would take place I, and I think that's where people's imaginations ran away with them I mean even people who don't ship Daryl and Carol together necessarily assumed that it would be in New Mexico 
as time went on, as no news came out, as not even a title, not even a director attached or executive producer attached to it. Now, now we know that Angela King is going to be one of the executive producers, as well as somebody else. If anybody has that information, it, all of this is shocking to everybody. Melissa leaving the show, everybody having these assumptions. And then like even the Daryl and Carol shippers, hashtag C-A-R-Y-L-E-R-S, they were kind of like at war with one another, backing either Melissa slash Carol or Norman slash Daryl. What's funny about all of this is that they're kind of pitting them against one another, similarly to like the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial in a sense. You know, I never liked Daryl anyway, or like I never liked Norman Reedus anyway, or similar to kind of like that, or like, you know, I liked, I liked it because of Carol slash Melissa, and I support her all the way. I'm like, fuck, fuck Norman Reedus. Like, it's like weird to see that parallel between these two, like the case and the imaginary fight that Norman and, and Melissa McBride seem to have. People are just fucking insane. I mean, I find it comical, to be honest. For the first time in years, I actually went and spent significant time on Twitter just to laugh at these asshats. And it is hilarious. It is really effing funny. What is the thing that you find the most objectionable about this? As somebody who kind of think it could happen that Daryl and Carol could be together, right? The fact that this was Melissa's decision, and yet somehow Norman is catching all the heat for that. What, on what planet does that fucking make sense? Like, <laughs> there, there is absolutely no point in trying to explain any of this to these people because they are so far gone, they don't understand what's real. They don't know what way is up anymore. You're going to be wasting your breath if you try to get these people to calm down and, and see these celebrities as humans and not the characters that they portray. Right. It's just A not going to happen. Actors doing a job. Right. Right. Here's how I kind of felt about it. Let me start by asking a question. When Melissa and Norman signed their three-year contracts, at that point, did they know that the 11th season would be the, the final season? I'm pretty sure the contracts yeah. were signed more recently. No. Okay. Were they not? I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know if they were like... Same time. I thought they were like at least a year, year and a half into the three-year contract already. Yeah. Yes? No? Am I off base here? Well, because you asked the the question within the framework of did they know that The Walking Dead was ending with the 11th season? We got those yes. two announcements at the same time. The reason why I know that is because of the Instagram live conversation I had with Ben, because we had gotten, gotten those that two bits of news at the same time. And we wanted to talk about it. OK, uh, so we found link out in the description. that we found out that Norman and Melissa had signed a three year contract and that The Walking Dead was ending at the same time. But we don't know if at the time they signed those contracts they knew it would be the end. Yes? Can we, I mean, is that fair? I'm finding that it's we like, didn't... it's like back in like 2019, 2020 is exactly. when this happened. So, so it, I think they did know at the same time. Okay. Well, yeah. okay. Well, my, my thought process was they signed these contracts before really knowing officially what the ending would be, when the end would be. In their minds, they may be looking at a 12th and 13th season. Who knows? You know, they say, okay, we're going to commit to the show for, for, for this long. And then all of a sudden AMC is like, oh, just kidding. We're going to end the show. I'm trying to like put myself into Melissa's mind frame. Right. And I'm thinking, oh man, okay, cool. Right. Like I get a break. Like, woo, this is a breath of fresh air. I can, you know, take a breath and relax for a minute. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, want to do a spinoff? And she's like, fuck No, me. it's, it's, it's they, they definitely <laughs> found out at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I found out I found out who's going to run it. 
Yeah, um, oh, yeah, I saw that, too. It's so this is according <laughs> to Deadline. David Zabel is his name. Everybody's like, he's new, blah, blah. But he's only new to the Walking Dead universe. He was a showrunner on ER for a long time. So he's mm-hmm. not like a spring chicken or anything. He's definitely yeah. dealt with drama before, spring like in terms chicken. of like content. I don't know that he would be like a, a bad choice. I'm excited to see what he'll do. I would like to know if he's a fan of the show. Does he watch The Walking Dead? Will mm. he continue the substance that we love so much? They're going to bring somebody new on. It, 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 I, I'm not going to lie. It does make me a little nervous because we're used to a certain structure and what The Walking Dead gives to us. And mm-hmm. if he's a fan of the show, he can bring that to the screen. But if he doesn't watch, he might have a difficult time giving the fans what they expect to see. As an executive producer, you're kind of more about where the overall series is going to go and you make kind of executive decisions. You could be part of the writing staff. It it happens. Well, he's going to be the showrunner, but Angela Kang will still be EP. She'll be like the mini... so she can guide him at least. She'll she'll be like the mini Gimple. Okay, all right. I dig it. In a way, yeah, because she has has to have that walking dead brain. Kind of like Gimple, like, oh, hey, uh, Ian and Andrew, uh, don't do that. That's going to conflict with my overall mm-hmm. vision of the the way the Walking Dead universe is going to go. So that's what Angela's going to do. I have another question. We know that Daryl's spinoff is going to be filmed in Europe. Do mm-hmm. we know yet if this spinoff will take place in Europe? Just because no, it's filmed there doesn't mean it takes place there. There hasn't okay. been anything said about that yet. Yeah. And of course, people jump to conclusions about it, too, because people were already mm-hmm. like, oh, They'll probably do the alien, but with Daryl instead. And like all of a sudden I was like, oh, that gosh. doesn't mean, I mean, they could like, that would be cool. Cause he would take the place of the brother, Jeffrey Grimes, which I think Jeffrey. is kind of cool, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's what's going to happen. Does it bring them closer right. to Andy Lincoln, who would then maybe be more apt to film with them? Mm-hmm. Sure. With the Primrose connection and the French speaking mm-hmm. people at the end of the Walking Dead World Beyond, which is a good series that you should have watched. Yeah, so that's a, that's like everybody's jumping to the, like those conclusions. Like fast zombies will be involved in this and all of that kind of stuff. So yeah. right, which we'll again we know nothing. And right. in fact, if it wasn't for this stuff that leaked out, we still wouldn't have known anything. They really, really wanted to keep this under wraps for sure. By the way, when when it was mentioned that it would film in Europe, I I'm, I'm not going to lie that I I didn't immediately think of what you'd said, Bridget, of like when we were, when we were talking about Jeffrey Grimes and and the alien and all that stuff. I, I, you know, I thought of you immediately when when that was because because of our conversation about that. Mm. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not assuming, but I'm just saying that's what I thought of. Part of me is a little bit happy because all of this drama means that like this is moving forward, and I was so worried about this being like a total fake out. But I mean, it still could be. So I don't know. <laughs> I mean, right? What what a slap in the face that would be if it was like this whole thing was fake. From the beginning, and we fed you false information this whole time, and all of you flipped out about something that doesn't even exist. Like, I, I would actually, like, I, would, I would not be right. I would not like surprised it. I mean, at all. I'm not gonna lie. I shared this with Sharon D and Rachel. I am obsessed with like Twitter drama like that. <laughs> like one of my favorite things years ago was Kanye West and Wiz Khalifa fighting on Twitter. It's like my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> So seeing this, like, as much as I was like, dude, you guys are insane. Like, and of course, Norman doesn't deserve any of this. And certainly Diane does not deserve any of this because people were coming after the mother of his children, his fiance, which is just completely inappropriate. Wait, wait, wait. In what in what context? Oh, uh, what? Blaming her. What did I quote the other day? Diane, give Norman his balls balls back. back. Yeah. 
you're just yeah. jealous of the relationship he has with Melissa and you want to stop Carol and Daryl from being together. And I was like, they're mm-hmm. people, though. She like, wants to stop <laughs> Carol and Daryl from being together. <laughs> See, this right. is like what, what I'm saying. Like, if, if this series turns out to be a complete fabrication, I cannot wait. Not because of the drama, but like just to, I, I want to see the faces of all the people who said such shitty things. You're like, oh, uh, so first of all, I wanted the them to be together so badly because yeah. Daryl and Carol, they're going to be in love. And then it was complete fake. And I said all those horrible things. And I just want to see the face. I just want to see the face. And then I was I blocked take- by Norman Reedus because he's been blocking people left and right. So Wow. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. He's blocked like yeah. like 500 people. So anyway, the reason I asked if we knew if the spinoff was taking place in Europe is because just because they're filming there doesn't mean it's taking place in Europe. And we had talked before about this spinoff where Carol and Daryl are not even together. Maybe they're separated and looking for each My other. My first instinct. And they could still pull that off. Norman could film in Europe and make it look like he's in wherever. And Melissa could film here in the States. Nothing is completely off the table yet, I don't think. I mean, I'm not holding my breath for it, but it's possible. It's possible. You're going to know immediately what I mean when I say this. Guys, this is our helicopter. (laughs) I said it all the way back. (laughs) Uh, Guys, I have proof. I have video evidence that I said this with Ben (laughs) in our conversation. If nothing even comes of it, even if Norman's like, you know what? Fuck y'all. I'm not doing it either because you guys suck. I would totally understand. And I'd be like, you know what, man? Good for you. Let these people suck it. I'd be nah. so pissed because like these horrible, I would, I would understand these horrible people like, would have ruined something yeah. for like the rest of us. But yeah, I would totally get it. I, I, I wouldn't understand. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Because you're. I, they're I, tired. I, <laughs> no, no, no. That is, that is different. That is different. Being tired for yourself, a reason for yourself, I understand. Obviously, yeah. I understand. But not doing something because the fans made it some. This is I wrote a Twitter post about this. The people that we're talking about is a minority within a minority of, of people who happen to be vocal on Twitter. They're just really loud. They're just really loud. This is like a small, yeah. this is a single digit percentage of people who happen to be vocal on Twitter. So your example, if he doesn't do the thing because of all those people... I would be pissed. I always take umbrage with people who don't have courage to do something for the sake of something. You're going to let other people decide what you want to do? First of all, the thing that you want to do, you want to do this. Do you know what I mean? Like you want, and you're going to let the upset of like a small fraction of people decide what you, because you, because they make it impossible for you to decide what you ought to do, what you want to do. And nah, that I would be upset about because not because I'm an entitled fan or anything that has nothing to do with it. This is something you want to do. And so just do it. People will just shut the fuck up anyway because you're on the screen and they love you. Even if they're complaining assholes, they'll they'll watch. I could see how this experience would take the joy out of it, though. You know what I mean? Something that he was excited and looking forward to. I could see how all of this toxicity could kind of spoil that for him and be like, Ugh, like, yeah. uh, you know, they just kind of take the wind out of his sails. But something I, I would understand. But something all. I've also said about because it cuts both ways. Something I've also said about the actors as it relates to their projects. What happens on these shows is always going to mean more to the fans more than the actors. The fact that they don't do one project or they the writers take this the character a certain way. We, we, we feel that way more than the actors are going to feel that. The actors are going to feel like, I like where this project is going. I like where my character is going. It's not me. It's my character. I play him on TV. So they have 
a different appreciation for the show, but they'll never feel it the way we do because they're behind the scenes. They know how the sausage is made. You know, so it's like they can't feel it the way that we do. We, we're not privy to that fourth wall. So what am I saying? But that, that doesn't make any sense to me. It's a job. It, and yes, it's, it's exciting to portray a character, but it's, to them, it's just a job. It doesn't make sense to me that they would flee because of criticism from a tiny caca. So, so I don't know. Absolutely nothing that comes from AMC shocks me anymore. I wouldn't be surprised about anything. <laughs> I don't have like a lot on it because like, unlike everyone else, I don't really bother like reading through all like the Twitter thing. I just heard like a little bit of it in the group chat and stuff. Obviously I'm sad that Carol's not going to be in the spinoff because I like Carol's character. And I really hope that they like try and incorporate another character or something because as much as I like Daryl, I want to see more than just Daryl. I agree. It's one of the things I said in our initial, like, what is this going to look like? Is Lydia going to be with them? Like, all these other characters we assume might be with them. Connie? Well, let's be honest. Someone has to go with Daryl because we need someone to deliver lines. <laughs> no, it's just going to be Daryl riding around on a motorcycle. Um, Grunting and everything. Anyone. <laughs> We're bringing back yeah. the age of silent film. <laughs> I dig it! Yes. Although, if the... If the EP is is did ER, there's definitely going to be dialogue, <laughs> a lot of dialogue. But I mean, yeah, yeah it just it, we have no idea. It just depends on like where is this going to be set? What does that mean? And are we getting new introductions of characters? Would it be characters that we saw in Tales that I'd imagine didn't yeah. you know that people really loved? There's like endless possibilities. I feel like for them to do something that's going to make fans happy. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll definitely we'll see. see what happens. Yeah, I mean, the whole purpose I'm here of, for it, whatever it is. Me too. Yeah, the whole purpose of this is really not to talk about what it could be, but more of like what ha- what happened. So, mm-hmm. and, and, and get, to get some gauge, to gauge some feelings. It's nice that <laughs> to placate the fans, and AMC even made their own statement, but it's, it's nice <laughs> to placate the fans with a little bit more info, at least, because I know, I just know they would not have given us that information if not for the drama, let's say, or the weirdness over like happening to hear about Melissa's plans, her own plans or her own desires. So thank you, AMC. I, and thank you for making a statement. How have their own desires? <laughs> they shouldn't. They just That's have to terrible. live on set. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. Oh, like me in the box. This is the yeah, box yeah, where yeah, I exactly. live. Dave has to know. live in the box and forever speak about the podcast and the actors <laughs> have to forever live on set and record episodes. Yeah. What did we say just last night? Live their night? lives as their characters. <laughs> you just have to be a TWD robot forever. <laughs> like somebody we know. Uh, so <laughs> it's a private conversation between me and Bridget. That brings me joy. It's like the helicopter thing. Uh, <laughs> one last thing credit to Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who actually spoke up about this and got the retweet that sailed a thousand retweets yeah. for saying something about this. And he's also been going after fans who've even remotely suggested that these people don't deserve a reprieve or the actors don't deserve to decide how they want to live their lives. He'll reply to people. people are fucking nuts. He'll he'll reply to people. He's been he's gone out of his way to reply to people who do this. I don't know that he's been blocking people in the way that Norman has, but he's been trying to set the record straight. And you know I, who I, else has been speaking up? What's that who? YNB. Oh, Yvette Nicole Brown. I did don't, see that. Ooh. Don't fuck with YNB. Ooh. Don't do it. <laughs> People Always came wanted after to, though. her. It was ridiculous. Don't. She will put you on blast so fast, and you will cry every night. <laughs> she is. I love she her is not so kind. much. 
in her responses when she no. is mad. And you know what? No. This, I'm going to say this <laughs> out loud. Do not be on her bad side. I, I don't know if this is going to make the episode at all, but I like the spirit of what Yvette Nicole Brown did. But the the reason why I've kind of wavered following and unfollowing her on social media is that as much as I can get behind her opinions, I can't always get behind the way she forms her opinions. I get where she's coming from most of the time, but some of the way she puts it sometimes is everything that's wrong with social media. She's very, <laughs> she's very, very, very vocal about her opinions, and I respect her for that. I don't always agree with everything that she says. I mostly disagree. But, but okay. everyone is not for everybody. I'm not going to be liked by everybody. Right, right. And like as much as I'm like, that sucks because I'm really cool and you should like me. Right. It's Follow Xbox Girl on Twitter. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Let's get her to 50 And that's followers. okay. Like, so I'm, at, I'm at like 47 now. <laughs> three more. I said three more before May. I, I agree with some of her opinions. It's just every opinion she's ever had, IMHO, has been like everything that's wrong with social media is like just going after everybody or saying things in such a way that really kind of just goads the audience into disagreeing with her. She's like attacking everybody, like well, a lot of the time. People do kind of come for her sometimes. and No, they do. I will... I will but. say this. I will say this. Like, even though I don't agree with her opinions always, she is a very talented actress yeah. who I am a huge 100%. fan of. And, like, I'm totally in her corner when it comes to that always. I don't know if you guys saw this. Probably not because only, like, 20 people followed me at the time. But, <laughs> and now I've doubled that. Um, <laughs> so, I, <laughs> I was like, please, somebody who's in charge of Tales, put Yvette Nicole mm -hmm. Brown in that. this show. Nice, yeah, nice like food. that's what I wanted more than anything because she's so passionate about it and I was like she would be so good for this because she's so into it and she loves it so much mm -hmm. and so I was really hopeful for that so I just have big feelings about her in that way no, and her I, role on yeah. Community just oh flawless I love her role so on Community <laughs> so good and that's the thing it's like it's, she, she occupies the same space for me as James Woods does like I, James Woods terrific actor unbelievable mm. but like his opinions, regardless of politics, his opinions are quite forceful. Yes, <laughs> so, aggressive. Yes, ag aggressive. She is aggressive. Yeah. Let's put that, that's a perfect word to put her in that perfect word. And so like, it's like, oh man, I, I, would, ag I would agree with you. I'd say something, but like you said it in such a way that really kind of says like, kind of like, fuck you to every every time you tweet, it's like a fuck you. It's like, it's, it's just not, <laughs> not a good look, Yvette. I love you. I love you literally. I love you. I mean, that's a broad term. Don't look into too much. I'm, I'm married, okay? But, but I, and I get it. I get where you're coming from. You take you take these interactions to heart. And you're an actor. You're, you're supposed to feel things, right? But you take them a little too much to heart. You're sweating that tiny vocal minority that I was mentioning earlier. You're sweating them too much. And in turn, you're making, it's like, it's like that one person who like, um, everybody needs to like you. When you, when you want everybody to like you, and you react when somebody doesn't, you, you're just gonna make more people not like you. Because then you think everybody that's coming at you is somebody that doesn't like you. And that might not be true. Especially when somebody disagrees with you. It's Shouldn't it be okay to disagree? And But instead of like being respectfully disagreeing with somebody that disagrees with you, it turns into something that's wholly disrespectful. That That's just my opinion. And it's just like, I love you so much, but like, couldn't you just stop? <laughs> it's just, it's not it's not a good look. It's not. And I want people I want people to like a proud parent. I want people to love you. Just be 
lovable. Anyway, so, <laughs> sorry. I, I've been holding this back for years, okay? Give me some slack. Like, this took a real turn, let me tell you. I, I, I do, I do really do sorry, love her Sorry, so YNB, didn't mean to <laughs> I No, and I care, I care about her. I think she's, where it all comes from is a place of caring. I've always acknowledged this. Always, no, I'm not, I'm acknowledging it now. Uh, <laughs> I've acknowledged this from other people who might, in the same context, who've had opinions which I don't agree with. Like, you know.